You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. This is the Oz Network, and Boone's dead. <laughs> He's gone. That's it. Thanks Boone's for listening. Dead. Goodbye. Uh, my name's Noah. Boone died. <laughs> my name is Ben. And can I get another microphone? I think this one's been drinking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess that's it. Aaron was born, Boone <laughs> I don't died. want to do this episode. Um, you know, we of course we record every seven days um, and then upload them one at a time. But <laughs> in, in reality, it's been quite a while since we've done one of these. So I guess it's just internally delaying it because we have to talk about the inevitable uh the death of poor old boone carlisle um we knew that this day was coming and we couldn't we couldn't hold it off for too long we knew that there was going to be five seasons of lost without boone uh we hyped him up Are they, though? god level status <laughs> um and yeah he let jack off the hook so he's gone this is do no harm uh, April 6, 2005, we all remember that fact. day that will live in infamy. <laughs> where were you on April 6, 2005? Boom day. Uh, I remember where I was with September 11, for the day that Kennedy was assassinated, the day that Boone died. <laughs> this is directed by uh, TV's Janet Tamaro. Um, she's going to go on to write billions of lost episodes. That's a name that's familiar to everyone. Um and directed by Stephen Williams, the long-term Lost director. Um, says here, flashback Jack. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> running time, 43 minutes. We're just delaying this because I just can't talk about it. Um, Network, ABC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> International uh, Broadcasters, know. Channel 7. Yeah, I don't know the exact date. It was definitely after April 6th for us, but I absolutely remember this, and we've got a lot to cover in terms of Boone and in terms of the fact that characters die on the show that aren't Joanna or Scott, Steve, or whoever. Um, but, yeah, do no harm. Yes. Uh, sorry, I just had to compose my feelings there for uh, the death <laughs> of Boone. Um, yeah, I remember this episode too. And, I mean, this is a thing. Like, I, I guess we kind of betray that we're like the Boone fans from day one. I mean, look, you know, Boone was cool in the first season. Like, I was never huge, like, obsessed with the guy straight away. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely do remember this episode. I think probably most Lost fans would remember this episode because, I mean, this was the first major character death. You know, this isn't uh, uh, Joanna or Steve or Scott or, you know, Ethan. This is somebody who we're meant to care about. Um, but, yeah, I think it's kind of... It's it's also the episode of we it, as much as it's Boone's death, it's also the birth of uh, Claire's baby as well. So I, I I like the way it's kind of done that way. I, I like how they balance it out with birth and death, and I guess life and death as we get with the song. So um, yeah, I I really as much as I hate this episode because I kill Boone, um, I actually really do like this episode. I think it's a very solid episode and. I even kind of don't mind the flashback in this episode, which is a weird thing to say as such a Boone fan that they should have a Boone flashback. But I think kind of as we cover that, like what more could you do with Boone in a flashback? So I kind of think this episode works with the Jack flashback. I'm sure you'll probably disagree with that. I don't know your feelings on it, but um, yeah, I'm sure we'll discuss during this episode. Yeah, I mean, you've talked about before how some of these episodes just go by in a flash, and this really did... Yeah. Um, Seemed like 15 minutes or something. Like, it was over. And I'm like, what? 
Didn't it just start? Because we're all just waiting for knowing what's happening and we're like, we don't (laughs) want to get to it. Uh, Yeah, never before has an episode taken life and death, the song, so literally as this week. Uh, But I think it works the way they do that. Um, Yeah, so this is, I guess it's something we should talk about briefly is that you know, at, at this point in time, we didn't know what kind of show... We were still figuring out what kind of show Lost was. We didn't know... Like, season one, we're still putting p- the pieces together of how this show works. And, you know, there's kind of two two types of TV shows. There's the TV show where no main characters die, and they've got the, the stable cast throughout the whole season, um, or the whole show. And, you know, maybe one will die throughout six seasons or something. Um, and then you've got a show where... Anyone can kind of die. Um, not anyone, but most people can die, and it's left, right, and center. And at this point in time, we didn't know because Lost was such a character-based show that, you know, maybe they weren't going to kill off characters. Maybe all of these people were going to get rescued. We spent so much time investing in their backstories. Um, and nowadays, it's like chic, and it's the in thing to just kill off all your characters. But back in 2004, 2005, it's definitely network television it wasn't as big of a thing, um, which makes this moment just all the more bigger. Um, but what makes the episode work so well is if this was season four, we're like, oh, yeah, Boone's probably going to die. But at this point, uh, we don't know if characters die on this show outside of the Joannas. And, you know, like Star Trek, they'll, we talked about the red shirts. They'll have the random random people die, but the main cast people never die. Um, and that's an ensemble cast as well. So it, so we didn't know the rules yet, and I think that's what makes this episode work so well, is there's still a chance Boone could survive. He's a main character. Like, this is just a dramatic episode, and then next week we move on. Um, so I think that's what really makes it work, and this is why it's such an important death, not just because it's the first, but and because it really set set the, the rules and the tone for what would come, because most of these characters do end up, in fact, dying. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think kind of one thing too to note is that um, going on your uh, your thought process here of not knowing whether or not Lost is a show that kills off characters. How many episodes ago was it we, sh- we thought, oh shit, they've just killed Charlie off, but then he comes back to life. Yeah, so exactly. it's kind of like we had that sort of tease there that shit, they are, oh no, wait, no, they're not. Um, and yeah, like I think you've also got to, like as you sort of mentioned there, you, you've got to look at the era of television at this point too. You know, we're in 2004. This is, I guess you would say, entering the golden age of television. You know, I mean, what did that start with? The Sopranos, maybe. And, you know, you had shows that kind of came along, you know, shows like 24. and The Wire. The Wire. The Shield. Things like this sort of stuff moving forward. Um, Still kind of very network-heavy dominated shows. Yes, I know uh, The Sopranos wasn't network. You might even argue The West Wing was maybe the show that kind of brought it into it. I don't know. But, um, you know, we were were still at a period here where... um, as is the norm in 2017, to date the time of recording this, I know you're listening to this in 2018, but we've recorded this in 2017, uh, that, you know, it is common practice now that this is a thing. You, you never know who to expect to die. Um, but, yeah, like, at the, this time, it wasn't a thing. You know, a show like 24, which had been around for two years previously to this, was sort of doing it a little bit more uh, at that point and sort of was starting to come into a thing. Even, like, and this is a... Again, I know you're just going to laugh at me as soon as I mentioned the show Desperate Housewives, but you've got to, like, even look at that in terms of the fact that that was, you know, the fellow big show that was coming out with Lost at this time on ABC. Desperate Housewives did it in the, like, first five minutes of of their show, and it's not really a spoiler. I mean, I kind of think if people who've seen five minutes of Desperate Housewives will know sort of the gist of it, but you had this woman who you thought was going to be one of the five main characters kills herself in the opening five minutes, and then you realise she's in the narrator. She played by Michael Keaton? 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> she was then the narrator of the show, so I guess technically she's Either still that in the or show. Drew Barrymore, maybe. Yeah, exactly. All of them. They, they had a combination. Sure you've seen, have you seen Scream? No. Oh, Scream. Oh, yes. No, I have seen Scream. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I have seen Scream. What was that? Um, Wasn't there a Steven Seagal movie where he was on a plane and he was billed as like some like one of the main stars and he got like killed in five minutes on the plane as well? Um, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen my fair share of Steven Seagal movies. But... Isn't he always on a plane? <laughs> oh, that one with Steven Seagal on the plane. Oh, that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know the one. Um, but yeah, so like, I think kind of uh, you, you, the context, as you said, it's a very an important episode, and not just because it is Boone, but like, uh, it is kind of interesting when you watch this episode and you know how it all plays out, and even just with our ongoing series of jokes on the guy, like it is kind of in a weird way, sort of obvious that they're gonna he's maybe gonna die because it's kind of like you know this is Jack or someone. I want to say this word, but important. Um, <laughs> sorry, Boone, you are important to us. Um, you're not going to expect him, but like if you kind of analyze a character of Boone, it's sort of like, well, do we need him? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can get a good that. edit. But um, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said, though, and I think it's just um, it's and it's so we're going to talk about it. It's so well done. It's it's very dramatic. It's it's to me not really over the top either. Like it's it's I feel realistic. Again, I haven't really been around people who've fallen in planes off cliffs on islands before <laughs> to know if this is how it would happen. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with everything that you said. What an absolute punch in the balls to survive a plane crash, only to die in a plane <laughs> crash. This is the <laughs> like, ER moment I was telling cruel. you about. It was when Romano like, su- survives getting his hands chopped off by a helicopter, avoids a helicopter, only to walk down on the street to get crushed by a helicopter. <laughs> um, and another thing, too, I think kind of it's important in terms of the, you know, like I know I just said, oh, it's kind of obvious he's going to die if you look at his character. But at the time going into sort of the shock factor. Um, you know, this is a, a network TV show. You want to keep the good-looking people on it, you know. And Ian Summerhold is a young actor who made his name for himself starting on Lost, you know. Like, he has obviously gone on to bigger and better things because the poor guy thought this was going to be his bigger and better things. But he's still associated with this show. People still saw him as a big name, I guess, coming out of this show. He's one of the actors who you would say, yeah, got his start and his name from this show. So it's kind of like... You know, they're, they're killing one of these sort of people who I'm, I'm, I don't doubt he was very popular amongst a lot of the young female fans at this time and just sort of he would have been a popular. Um, was he? Well, he, of <laughs> Did course. Did anyone was. like me? We do. That's all that matters. Um, um, so, yeah. I think what makes it so effective is, you know, I think Lost does deaths really well. Like, I think it's a show that you think of some of the character deaths, they're just so memorable. Like, I mean, Anna Lucia Libby, um, Julia Sanjin, um, <laughs> Joanna Steve, Daniel Faraday. Like, it does death Jack Shepard. It does them so well. So we just know that everybody dies. Just uh, just the people have not seen Lost at this point. All those people die. <laughs> yeah, well, we said everyone is pretty much going to die. So, um, like, there's, what, four or five who actually survive from the main first yeah. group um but i think what makes it so well this one as well as other ones oh so many tv shows and you know it's not a criticism necessarily but so many tv shows when characters die it's almost instant like something happens where they just die um i'm waiting for the tv show and i'm sure there are but i'm waiting for the tv show where you know at the start of the season a character gets some sort of disease or something and we see them <laughs> Over the course of not lost, but over the course of the season, and then they die. Like I want to see, like, 
maybe well, a, a more show realistic. On that wasn't there to interrupt you? That was that um, Laura Linney show where she had cancer. Um, that was a whole show was about that. My mum used to Breaking watch it. Breaking Bad. No, no, no. Well, I mean, that, there's a, there's an example right there. But um, no, no. Keep talking. I, I'll have to look it up. My mum used to watch it. Like the yeah. whole show was about her no, getting cancer. And it, yeah, anyway, I'm I'm totally not doubting that. There are shows that does this, but I don't think TV does this enough. I want more TV shows to have the balls for a main character to get sick or, you know, to the big get C. shot and then the and then the big C. That's, it was called the big C because I guess it was about the sea. Cancer. Oh, the letter C. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the big the ocean. Indian ocean. the Pacific Ocean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, what makes this so well is it's the whole episode. This whole episode is Boone's death, like... Any other TV show, and even later seasons of Lost, is he would die when the plane fell. Um, and that's what makes me kind of have some doubt of, oh, well, maybe he is survive, will survive, because TV shows don't normally have a whole episode hmm. dedicated to someone dying. Um, which leads me into the flashback, which, yeah, we talked about how there's not much to do with Boom, but here's the thing. They knew Jack Shepard was going to be in the show for however long the show lasted. They knew he would be in the finale. Uh, so I don't hate this flashback, but it's just, there was plenty of opportunity for more Jack. If, if we postponed this one, then we would never have had the tattoo one. Um, there was just so many opportunities when this was going to be the last boot and I know it will come back. That's the beauty of lost, but I think what they really should have done is gave us some sort of boom. It didn't have to be like a big revelation or something. Just give us a plot line about how Boom was facing some sort of adversity in his life. Boom got his tattoos. Yeah. We needed some sort of flashback of Boom's up against some sort of challenge and he overcomes it. And we think, oh, well, if he overcomes it in the flashback, that's going to reflect to to the, um, the... island storyline sorry and you know just give him daddy issues or something everyone else has daddy just give him a daddy issue plot line or something but i just think it would have casted more doubt in people's minds of oh well it's a boom flashback so this is about him overcoming some big strength and he's like i know hearts and minds was only like seven episodes ago or something but i just think that yeah the jack one's fine but there's going to be so many more opportunities for jack this is the last for boone he bought a freaking house Give him an episode. It would create more doubt. And, you know, it would also have Shatton in it. Like, she's barely in this episode. So, I don't know. I think it really should have been a Boone episode for, for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with anything you said there. I I, I definitely agree. And, and I'm not going to say I wouldn't want another Boone one. Of course we would. But, um, you know, at the same time, like, the way they sort of connect this with, obviously, I mean, you talk about in the flashback, you know, the way Jack's sort of being painted here as someone who never gives up and he holds on to things. So that's kind of your way of thinking, like, well, he's not going to let Boone die, is he? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess they do kind of make this all about Jack, even though it should really be all about Boone. Um, it's the story of Boone's freaking life. But the, the one thing, though, that I have to say, that, like, in this episode, there are definitely moments where it is still, even though the guy is dying, he is still <laughs> getting forgotten about. So, like, and even next episode in death, he gets forgotten about. So, it's kind of like, I don't know if, like, they deliberately did this. They got to the point where Boom was like, oh, we're going to kill him off. Let's kind of just keep on this trope of he gets forgotten about. Um, But, yeah, so I I, I agree. I mean, it's weird, like, 
just to tie this in with our Third Watch coverage. I mean, Third Watch doesn't... They've done a couple of sort of flashbacky things. It's not like a lost flashback show. But there was, um, you know, the, the first major character to die, and I guess I can say this because I'm sure this episode probably would have aired already uh, by the time this episode airs, when Bobby dies in Season 2. And sort of when that happens, they kind of almost have a flashback episode with Bobby. He's kind of stuck in, you know, a purgatory state while he's being operated on in, like, this boxing ring, having a conversation with his father who abandoned him. So it's kind of like learning more about him as he's dying. So if Third Watch can do it, a show that doesn't really deal in flashbacks, I think it had two flashback episodes, um, you know, and Lost, a show which is built on flashbacks... Um, it's, it's kind of, yeah. And like Bobby sort of had the boon scenario where he's kind of just forgotten about and you can just tell they've got nothing to do with him anymore. So you eventually know he's going to be leaving or being killed off. Um, I, I love just the idea that boon, you know, sorry, Ian, we know you've got a house, but we're going to give you one last episode. Uh, here's the script. Here's your lines. <laughs> and watch the Ian bloopers. just a magnificent performance this episode. Watch the Come bloopers on. of just him dying. Tell Shannon. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, seriously, though. Like, I mean, I've seen worse act, worse acting when it comes to dying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and doesn't he look good, end. covered in blood, dying? Yeah, like, he, don't you just want to have he, a puppy with him? He can pull off blood. Um, oh. Yeah. But speaking of flashbacks, let's quickly get through this. Um, it's not a bad flashback. We're back to the third for Jack for the season. Uh, that's going to be a record. Yet. Only tied by Jack uh, in season three and also Kate this season. Fourth, if you count the pilot. Um, and this time we're talking about Jack's wedding. So we, I think we've heard in the past that he was married, right? Um, so this isn't... Uh, have we? Like, like a, I think he's mentioned it um, so it's more like showing it now. Maybe we haven't. I don't know. I get lost now that I've seen this a million times. But uh, we see Jack and he's the best man. Um, <laughs> or plot twist. And uh, I told you in White Rabbit to keep an eye out on this guy getting punched in the face. Did you pick it up on it this time? That uh, This is Mark Silverman, Jack's friend, who got... Should have stayed down, Jack! Uh, um, no, I was, the one I was paying attention to this one was when, uh, Sarah's talking about the car accident, because I remember you told me there was some connection to that, um, yeah. but I obviously forgot about that one. I was too focused on Boone, Noah, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, they needed no flashback this episode, it's like, we just need to focus on Boone is dying, um, but, yeah, the, so this is the friend of Jack's when he was, like, eight years old or whatever, getting punched. I love that about Lost. Like, you know, they could have had any old guy, but they, you know, consistent. This guy's familiar too. This guy's been in shit. Zach Ward. Uh, I'm trying to find out what I know him from. He's very TV Zach Ward. TV Zach uh, Ward. He's 47. He does not look that old. Well, I mean, how old is this episode? Oh, well, I mean, he would have been 34 at the time, but even then he still looks... Yeah, I mean, he looks... A dashing man, Mark Silver. <laughs> oh, Zach Ward. Zach Ward. Um, what was he in then? Uh, oh, he was in a lot of things. This is the last time we'll see him. So his mother, Pam Hyatt, was an actress. Oh, he's in Lost. Himself. He wanted to act as a child, but his mother wouldn't allow it. I'd like to think that that's when he's an adult. Like, he wanted to act as a child, <laughs> but his mother wouldn't allow it. Oh, no, no, I want to play a kid. <laughs> um, he, he had a small role in Freddy vs. Jason. Evangeline Lilly also had a cameo in the I wouldn't call it a cameo, more of an extra. Um, he was in NCIS, Charmed. No, he's one of those ones that is yeah. in everything. 
I was in. Um, oh, I know who he was. He was in uh, one of my favorite movies growing up called Wild America. I remember him now. There you go. Um, so this is the last time we'll see Jack's best man, Mark Silverman. Uh, so the only trivia we have is Mark Silverman is based on Damon Lindelof's childhood friend by the same name <laughs> that used that used to sketch Damon's writing ideas. <laughs> What? Good on, good on, Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark, when I make it big, I'm going to write you as a side character in a TV show. You wait and see. It's kind of like J.J. Abrams putting the pilot in like all of his TV shows and movies and stuff, which means he'll come back for Star Wars Episode Nine now, yeah, I guess, that he will. he's backing on that thing. Um, so it's Maybe Jack Ian Wedding. Summerholder will be in Star Wars Episode <laughs> Oh, man, he's not That's doing Vampire no- Diaries anymore. Yes! <laughs> Ian Summerholder is Snoke. You've heard it here for... <laughs> and Ian by the Summerholder time... is in episode nine, my life is complete. <laughs> by the time you've heard this, um, Star Wars 8 has already come out, so we yeah. probably know that Snoke is Matthew Fox. But, um... <laughs> Evangeline Lily. <laughs> well, she's in all the big movie franchises now, it's so maybe... Sawyer. What's going on there, um, Puddin? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Boone's out of uh, Ian's out of work now, so um, let's start the campaign. We're starting the hashtag Ian Summerholder yeah. for Star Wars oh, episode nine, the JJ Abrams <laughs> connection. Um, but anyway, he's already Jack's on the phone. Getting... He's already in the phone right now. I'm by a house in space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he auditioned for the prequels. Probably <laughs> he tried to be Anakin. dodged a bullet there. I don't like uh-huh. sand. It's coarse and rough. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Yippee! Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Mark Silverman wanted to act as a child. He wanted to play Anakin. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> uh, but so Jack's getting married. Um, that's why they call it a bow tie. That's why they call it a clip on. Um, and we cut to what is this like the pre-wedding or something? Oh, I don't know what the, the reception the, rehearsal. Yeah, or rehearsal dinner at a, at a wedding. I don't know about weddings. You've never I've been only to been to one before. before. I've been to one wedding, and it was the most casual wedding I've ever been to in my life. It was just a big party, and it was my dad's wedding. So I don't know anything about weddings. Didn't come to my wedding. Meanwhile, neither did I. I broke it off. But anyway. (laughs) Well, you never know. This is going to come out next year. So by the time this airs, maybe I didn't come to your wedding. You have more chance of getting married than I do in the space of the time that this takes from recording this to when it's released, okay? You've probably got three kids by now, so. Uh, Probably. And stay away from them. Um, <laughs> Damn it! I think when they're older, when they're older, <laughs> <laughs> call you out again. We got a genuine Kevin Spacey here. Oh, <laughs> this is totally dating the episode. Too now. soon, know um, it. Uh, allegedly, uh, allegedly, Fox, Kevin Spacey Fox allegedly hit a woman. Um, <laughs> they stayed away from kids. Uh, so Sarah's giving her speech about how she wanted to dance in the wedding. We're going to see this in one of the cooler Jack flashbacks. Um, and she's saying how Jack's, Jack fixed her. Um, Jack just seems really just out of it, this whole flashback. He just does not seem to care. Um, Boone's I mean, dying. Even he doesn't care. He's like, why am I being told this story in the future when Boone's dying? Uh, we have later on Jack's playing the piano. Of course, he can play the piano. Um, Our hero. And there's some girls checking out Jack. Uh, one of them's cute. And um, what's the other one? The other one's trash. Trashy. What does she say? Trashy. Yeah. Um, possible threesome here, maybe. I don't know. Um, awesome. Well, not the trashy one. Well, that's where they need. That's where they need. You know how they have like these flashback connections and stuff. That's when one of them's trashy. It like cuts. It's like Rose or something like. That. <laughs> Trashy doesn't always mean bad in bed. 
Uh, I'm not even going to touch that one. Um, well, clearly not. They, you don't Jack- want to. She's not in the foursome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they play Heart and Soul. Uh, can you play this song? Uh, no. I, I mean, I can play the piano some songs, but this is one song I can't play. Um, I'll take the easy part. Um, I can play maybe the American we can learn National Anthem. And upload a video. Of it. You've got a piano, out-of-tune piano. Very out-of-tune piano, but sure. Uh, <laughs> There was an out-of-tune piano at some place we went to at some point. I can't remember where now. You were um, in a band? You should be able to play this. I can't play piano. I can't even play the instrument I'm supposed to play. Uh, Jack is trying to write his vows, and he's worried about his dad not showing up. He'll show up. Um, I like Sarah. We'll talk more about her next next season. Um, Modern Families, Sarah. I um, hate that show. That's it. Yeah, I think I've seen maybe one and a half episodes. The most unfunniest, overrated show in the history of television. Um, is it overrated? I feel like no one cares about it nowadays. Well, I only care about it because um, Ariel Winter's in it and she's hot. But um, <laughs> How old is she? Like 21, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> she has grown up. How long has the been on for? <laughs> the show's been on for like nine seasons. She's 19, actually, to be precise. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I yeah. Um, <laughs> She's legal. Be... I'm allowed to say those words. She wasn't when the show started. But I'm is... not sure what Ariel Winter you're talking about. Are you talking Ar- about season? Or... I'm talking about current season right now. <laughs> Google Ariel Winter to date this episode. We're recording this like the day after Halloween. She went dressed as like Lilu Sabisky, whatever it is from The Fifth Element, and she looks absolutely gorgeous. Even you would like oh, this picture. Once- um, Awkward silence. But, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I said Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Yes, she went a Stitch. Uh, uh, I like Julie Bowen though. I haven't seen much of Bond Family, but I think she's good as um, Sarah Shepard. Uh, she was also played a waitress and potential love interest of Matthew Fox's character in Unfair Advantage episode uh, of Your Five. Um, good potential. Yeah, but yeah, no, we'll talk about it more. But Sarah Shepard. Ah, oh, look, yeah, she's fine. Um, do we? She's better than Kate. I like Kate. Oh. The Jack Sarah than Jack Kate. Oh, well, I, I'm I'm Jack Juliet more so than anything. I mean, like, oh, look, I, judging on Jack V, yeah, probably more. Chem- I mean, Jack and Kate have chemistry, but uh yeah, I think kind of in the brief moments we see of Jack and Sarah, you want them to be together more i mean i don't know do we we don't we she only in like two episodes i mean we don't see a whole lot of her she's back in the season two premiere episode 11 of season two season three premiere uh okay so she's in it a lot so uh, <laughs> shows up here and there she's in one of the flash forwards which is cool um there are flash forwards uh you talked about how she talked about the car accident yeah uh shannon's dad was in that car accident he didn't live Jack went for the hot girl over saving the old... Yeah, Shannon isn't this a Stack? trope about the Carlisle Boone family connection? <laughs> let's go, let's do something else rather than save them. <laughs> uh, so, rest in peace, Adam Rutherford. We'll get to that. Um, but uh, we cut to... Um, where are we at? Sorry, we're jumping all over with the flashbacks. Uh, Jack's at the pool drinking. What are you drinking there? Is that Bonker. gin? That's vodka, isn't it? That's vodka. Yeah. Uh, and here we go. Uh, movies. John Terry shows up. <laughs> uh, Christian is here. Uh, we could, it couldn't be a Jack flashback without Christian. Although we will get one involving tattoos that doesn't have Christian in it. Um, 
Jack's at the pool and he's struggling with his vows. He's stolen Sarah's vows. Um, <laughs> Dick Jack moment. Jack's uh, worried about marrying her for the wrong reasons. He's worried that is it because he saved her rather than loving her. And we get wise Christian moment. Uh, <laughs> commitment is what makes you tick. The problem is you are not good at letting go, which obviously connects to the on-island stuff with what's happening to, to boot. So I like how it has that kind of thing going for it. Um, and then we're at Jack's wedding, which is this set in Hawaii? I think I briefly looked this up, and I don't know if it's meant to be set in Hawaii or not. I was thinking but, that. It looks very uh, Hawaiian. I know season four finale, they go to Hawaii, but I'm not sure if this is meant to be Hawaii or they just got lazy with the end of season budget. Ah, we'll just get this Hawaiian guy and just who cares. Um, Jack didn't write any vowels. Uh, Jack is afraid of failure. Again, that's throwing into a lot of his plotline, but also this plotline. And then we get sissy Jack moment. Um, oh. You know, I, th- I think Matthew... <laughs> I think Matthew Fox is a good actor. I don't like the character of Jack all that much, but I think he's a good actor, but he cannot do emotional... Well, he can do emotional moments, but he can't do... There are just times when he sounds like a pansy, and this is one of those. I didn't fix you. You you fixed me! Like, we'll get to when Jack... There's a moment when Jack, uh, uh, in this episode says someone else's catchphrase and oh yes like, <laughs> jack jack needs to stick to his own catchphrases because when he's don't tell me what i can't do and uh i just i think the biggest unintentional lull moment i'll ever have in this series is when jack says and i'll see you in another life brother and it's just like <laughs> oh my god stick to your own live together dialogues there jack i thought um, he's gonna use the word like dude or something like that <laughs> like, dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was in the Republican Guard. <laughs> Jack, stop. He starts calling people by their nicknames as a Sawyer impersonation. What's going on, Freckles? Hi, Freckles. Um, <laughs> Charlie so moment, you bloody git. <laughs> we get, uh, where's my baby? Um, <laughs> where's my squirrel baby? But this was Jack's wedding. I think it's a nice little flashback. It's kind of... We've been introduced to the Jack-Christian relationship. Now we're peeling back the layers a bit, going a bit further back, showing his wedding and his wife. So uh, next flashback, we'll see how they met. And then after that, we'll see how they divorced. Um, oh, spoiler. But I, that was I think it's nice. And, of course, it throws into the main story with Jack's commitment and struggling to let go and struggling with failure. Uh, and of course, there's some good Christian. I always like a good Christian Shepherd moment. So I think a, a decent enough flashback, I think, but it should have been Boone. They should have saved this for next season. There's going to be more Jack moments along the way. Give us some Ian Summerholder, but it's good. I'm pretty sure we haven't heard anything about him being married because I think, isn't that what the opening scene here is kind of meant to be? It's like you're assuming he's going to be the best man, and then it's kind of like the <gasps> plot twist no, Jack's getting married. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure that's the first we've heard of. I mean, uh, did he not talk about with Rose at one point where she talks about being uh, married? Oh, I, I don't think. I think. I think Kate revealed that she was married, but I don't think we've learned uh, that Jack's maybe been married. I'm um, but yeah, I, I, I like the the whole pre. Like, this is a bloody big wedding. Like, I've been to how many weddings? I've been to like three or four, maybe. I've been married that many times, um, and I've maybe been to two rehearsals. And generally, like, the, the rehearsal and, like, sort of the pre-wedding sort of thing, you only have the 
the people who are involved in like the bride and the groom party because that's what it is. It's a rehearsal. And then you kind of have a few speeches here and there. But I guess like if this is, say, in Hawaii, they've flown everyone out for it, um, then it's probably a thing to, you know, have. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot really to, to add. I, I think like Jack and Sarah have great chemistry. Uh, you know, we're yeah. only just meeting her, aren't we? And like, they just, you just feel that they are, are a, a couple. Um, and I just kind of like that back and forth when it's like those girls are checking you out and he's like, oh, are they hot? <laughs> like, that's, that's a Ben move. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> are they better than you? Trust me. If I was checking them out, you would know. <laughs> <checking them> out. <laughs> yeah. we, should, we, need, we need a background episode on why he no. would know. <laughs> we need the flashback about how people know Jack's checking them out. <laughs> they really dive into the real depths of the Jack character. <laughs> we know everything about Jack. Everything about Jack. Spin-off coming soon of Lost, just called Jack. Jack. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like the, the scene with him and Christian. It's, you know, it's nice. And, uh, like, I, I, I really connect with Jack here because when, when his dad says, like, commitment is what makes you tick, like, as you said, the problem is you just not look good at letting go. That's me. Like, I am not good at letting go. And I'm generally, believe it or not, good at commitment. Um, he says after breaking up an eight-year relationship. Um, so... Yeah, I I feel from there, and like I, I guess it's meant to be the point, isn't it? When he's reading the vows at the wedding, that you kind of are thinking like he's going to leave her at the altar, because like just what he's saying, like the way he's going on about it, and just a look <laughs> on her face, and they yeah. they cut to his dad, and you're like, holy fuck, Dick Jack moment. Um, I didn't write any vows, but then it's yeah. I, I think he does it well. I think Matthew Fox does it really well, and it's such a sweet little line when he says like, you know, I didn't fix you, you fixed me. It's like, oh, like oh, look at you two kids. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have not a whole lot to add. I think I like it. I, I think kind of probably, yeah, I, I would more so agree with you that, you know, again, should be Boone. Um, and we could have this at another time, but you know, I think this is a, it's a solid flashback and it, it obviously ties in with this whole, what is going to happen here with not giving up on Boone and things like that, which, yeah, so I, I like it. I, I, I think it's a good one. And, but Julie Bowen, uh, yeah, I don't know a whole lot more of her outside. Again, I don't watch Modern Family. What else has she been in? <laughs> uh, Dawson's Creek. Oh, I saw like. ER. Oh, ER. Law what was she in ER? <laughs> Monk. I don't know. Patient number four. <laughs> TV's ER. I love that show. She was in Happy Gilmore. Family, oh, she was Virginia. Oh, Holy okay. Family. Hang on a minute. I take that back. She was, um, Virginia in Happy Gilmore. She's like. Uh, Adam Sandler's love interest. Really? Wow. Okay. She's also 47 as well. She was in she's... Amy's Orgasm. Uh... <laughs> she starred in adverts for Neutrogena. Oh, she was nine. Wow. She was in nine episodes of ER. I don't remember her. And what season would that have been? Um... Oh, wow. I cannot believe that that is Virginia from Happy Gilmore. Wow. Okay, sorry, mind blown. Anyway, move on. Season five episodes of Lost and the, her Wikipedia page doesn't even call her Sarah Shepard. We get her maiden name there, but uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Sarah at a later time. We get to get, get see her look very Boone-like in the season two premiere. Um, Can we please which... do a recap on Amy's orgasm? Sorry, I'm just reading about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, Amy, the character in Lost, or... Amy's Orgasm is a 2001 film. It stars Julie Davis's Amy, a 29-year-old Jewish woman who usually avoids dating as she does not believe in love. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this. Yeah, I bet you um, would have. Can I say just one <laughs> random thing, too? I've just noticed on my notes here, I've written down that this episode is called Do No Ham. 
<laughs> that's is this is Boone Jewish? <laughs> it's vegetarian episode of Lost. Do not, do no have. Yeah, Lost really jumped the gun when they had that kind of political episode yeah. about being vegetarian well, or that well, Jewish you know episode. That summer holders all into like Peter and animal rights. So do no have <laughs> to the very end. He he goes to marches. They don't go to marches. His final um, lines are tell Shannon. Don't do ham. Don't eat the ham. <laughs> the ham is off. No well, more no, this, they, yeah, they, uh, Maybe it's next week where Locke talks about how they've run out of boar. So maybe that's what it Do no ham. He it's was in a plane. I've, I've cracked the code of lost. I found the hidden <laughs> message. Do no do ham. No ham. <laughs> Either that or they're trying to say that John Ham should have played Jack or something. Which <laughs> would have been pretty good as well. He would have been good. Actually. Um, I like John Ham. He, he could have been Jack um, or how, Benjamin Lyon. How would have he handled the, you didn't, fi- I didn't fix you, you fix me. Would it be sissy I, John Hand? I fixed you and then light up a cigarette or something. <laughs> Don't drop us off. Have sex with the secretary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with the with the the guy running the wedding. What do you call it? The, <laughs> the what do you man. call the person who runs the wedding? Oh, the, mm. the celebrant. Oh, can I just point celebrant. out? Actually, I'm glad you brought him up. Worst celebrant ever. Like I've written it like the way he says his lines. What about he's like he says it like so slowly. He's like Jack has Jack. also prepared vows. Like that guy sucks. Who is he? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he is just a Hawaiian celebrant or something. Clarence he, Logan he as like minister, an and of course, minister has his own page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally, the minister officiated at Jack and Sarah's wedding. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we're delaying Boone's death. So, getting back to the island proper, we start off bang straight into the action. Like oh, no, great. no messing around. Like straight away, uh, starting off with Boone being brought in, left off last week. It seems like so long since we uh, last see this, but it's probably only been about a week or so. Um, Boone's in your body. Jack's ordering everyone around. Like needs Sawyer's alcohol. Uh, ordering Hugo if you pass out. He's being all doctor mode. Uh, we find out Boone's lung has collapsed, um, and we have Jack here. Uh, he stabs Boone's chest with a needle. I'm like, totally missed opportunity here. Um, come on, a pen. Like, this is Boone's <laughs> episode. Like, that would have been perfect. Um, he, this is what you say to Boone. Go get a pen. Oh, wait, you're dying. He's yeah. needle. Boone, get me a pen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, I think that would have been so funny if, like, they just do this scene that even when Boone's dying, they should have, like, Jack, like, going, I need a pen! And Boone's like, oh, get it. Oh, get it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm dying. We need someone to do a blood transfusion. Oh, Oh, do it. it. <laughs> um, and don't you love uh, Jack treating a Boone like a dog, like the puppy dog he is? Good Boone, good Boone. Uh, and just kind of a side note, uh, I've been watching these episodes on Netflix. I do have the DVDs, but it's just easier to just go to my browser and watch it. But um, I love that Netflix gives me the option to skip the intro of Lost. <laughs> like, I, I get it with like Game of Thrones or something that's like three minutes, but by the time I click the skip the intro button, like, it's disappeared and it's like already onto the episode. It's so silly. Um, just had to point that out. Um, I'm just going to fly through this, and if there's something I missed or anything, just uh, go through it. A lot of this episode is just Jack saving Boone, but, but we have Boone 
He's one line of the episode. Premium. Oh, it hurts! It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> classic it's, Ian Summerholder. Put that on a T-shirt. That famous line, <laughs> the classic that, Boone line. That, oh, it hurts, Boone. Lost. That's what got him the job in <laughs> the Vampire Diaries. They saw that. Yeah. Oh, Ian Summerholder. Oh, oh, we need somebody to play a dead person, a vampire. Oh, oh, oh that guy on Lost was brilliant when he said it hurts. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Kung Pao? No. No. Oh, forget it. Um, Jack says, uh, I'm no, going uh, to have say... you ever seen the movie Cool Runnings? No? I'll oh, forget it. That's why we're sharing. Uh, um, we have Claire asking, how long will the raft be? Um, <laughs> and great Sawyer line in a pretty serious episode is that she likes me. <laughs> I thought it was great comic time. It's kind of random, isn't it? But like, okay. <laughs> she likes me. <laughs> Michael's just like, whatever. Um... We have Kate getting the alcohol off Sawyer, telling him all about this, um, what's happening. We have Jack sewing up Boone, because what's Son saying? Like, oh, we could sew him up. Don't you love Nurse Son? I was going to say, wh- where does this come from? <laughs> like- <laughs> she's like Rich Daddy's girl who's probably would never worked a day in her life, but suddenly she's like really nursey and yeah. like gardeny and like, she's I love the, Nurse Son. She's star of this episode, and she's just all of a sudden like... <laughs> Oh no, you do this. No, you do this. It's like, yeah, telling you, Jack what to do. Just been watching ER on your days off when you're buying your <laughs> Chanel and all this sort of stuff. Like, oh shit, oh, ER's on, or like Korean ER. Korean hate drama. We have, I've written here, they've like, I know like in surgery they have like the kind of the screens and that. Is there a purpose to these tarps? Like, there might be. I don't know about well, it's medical Steve stuff. seeing it. I mean, it's disgusting. Like, is it <laughs> like? Is it just here for show? Like, oh, we're doing a surgery. We need to. Or is it like the block the wind? Or like, I, I don't know about medical things. Is there a purpose to these tarps? I think it's probably just a. I mean, there is a kid on the island. Don't let you know Walt see this. I, I'm guessing it would be more of a protection. There's, there's no other purpose I would see to it. It is usually just to shield people from seeing it, or maybe it also can block off some contaminants because they're in a cave and there's, like, bats and shit. I, I, I don't know. I, I just assume it's a case of, yeah, let's not see the other survivors seeing this. And where, can I just point out, where did they all go? When, when Boone's been brought into that cave, there's, like, 30 people in the back of <laughs> going, oh, my God. But all of a sudden, they've just buggered off. Like, oh, Claire's having the baby. It's more important. <laughs> well, they're probably all on tasks from Jack. Jack's really just giving everyone something to do this week. Well, he's um, only yelling at the Like, again, like, this is, like, when we get to well, Arts or whatever his name is, and he kind of has those meta, like, in-jokes. Like, there's other people on the plane, too. Like, it's just kind of... Why is Jack only yelling at people who we know? Like, why is he like, Steve, go get the alcohol. What are you still doing here, Steve? Doug, get the tops. Yes. Doug, if you pass out, Doug. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sullivan. Oh, never mind. Just don't, don't talk to me, Sullivan. Um, but we learned that Boo needs a blood transfusion, which that's kind of going to be sucky. Um, we have Nurse Son coming in with a stick. <laughs> and Dick Jack moment. We're we're past herbal remedies, son. <laughs> it is not a remedy. Like I love that. Um, I love how son just turned into Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a remedy. I was in the Republican Guard. Um, where is Saeed? Oh, we'll get to Saeed. <laughs> oh, God. Saeed made some, like, oh. uh, shock machine or something. Um, this might be the like worst that. Saeed Shannon episode, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get don't get me started. But Sam puts the stick into Boone's mouth. I love that. And we have 
Jack shoving his leg back into place. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, we cut to Kate, who's running in the jungle with uh, the alcohol, and she trips over. Now, there's an interesting thing here. I didn't. I read this this morning, and I didn't get time to go back and watch it. I wish I did. Uh, on the trivia for Do No Harm, brought to you by our friends at Lospedia, as Kate is getting back up after falling and breaking the alcohol in her back backpack, she can be heard mumbling the word fuck under her I breath. wrote that down. I actually... I, I didn't hear it. I've never heard it. Oh, I'm glad you I said that, because like I literally wrote down here... I, I wrote, I swear she says fuck. Like, you can actually, like, as she gets up, I, I, I straight away was like, did she just say fuck? Um, so I was going to point that out, but I didn't. It, I can see it now on the trivia. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I watched this episode with, I watched these episodes with subtitles, but they didn't, they didn't have that on the subtitles. It is um, noticeable. It is actually, it is very noticeable because I definitely uh, wrote that down. So, wow. Marcus's penis all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't notice it, but I need to go back. I've seen this episode so you many times. We need to go back, Noah. <laughs> yeah, we have to go back. Um, Kate is screaming for help because she sees Claire and she's having the baby. Perfect timing, Claire. Um, and then we, you know, we've got Walt. He's special. We've got Hurley. He can speak to the dead. We've got Miles. He can hear the dead. Lots of superpowers on Lost. Jin. Super hearing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people on this beach, but Jin, super hearing Jin, he cannot speak the language, but he can hear anything. Sonic that, hearing. In a language that he can't understand. Like, okay, <laughs> you can tell the voice is kind of like, help, it's in like, you know, that. But like, she could be having sex. She could be like, ah, ah. And like, he just like walks in on her and Sawyer, like going to town. Like, he's so concerned. Um... Yeah, but I love superheroing Jin running off into the jungle. Um, I'm surprised he did this because last time he was running off into the jungle, he got a bag of rocks <laughs> thrown at him. <laughs> Poor Jin. Um, <laughs> I, I do like this episode that even in like the Boonjack kind of Claire thing, everyone seems to have something to do this week, which is good. Um, Shannon's got something to do. Um, well, she says no, she wants to take it slow. Uh, Kate sends Jin off to get Jack Jack Doctor um, like <laughs> like this is risky send it like get Jack he, that's probably like a Korean word for like go and get like a pillow or he takes his shirt comes. off oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we need the kind of parody get Jack runs off gets like a pillow no Jack oh Jack <laughs> runs off gets like a a papaya like, I say get Jack oh brings her runs off comes back. <laughs> brings her early back. Like, Jack! <laughs> oh, yes. Like, it's very risky sending superhero Jin off to get Jack. <laughs> um, then they want to know, uh, they have to try and figure out Boone's blood type. And, you know, Boone uh, conveniently comes back to life here and A negative. Um, all right. You know, they do reference this with Charlie. Like, I've asked all these people. How do you find out your blood type? Because I, I was watching this episode, and at this moment in time when, when we're recording this, I uh, have got a job, and I'm sending off documents. And I was What's that? I don't know what a job is. I've, I've yeah. those. So, so I have my birth certificate with me conveniently out. I'm like, oh, I'm watching this episode. I want to know my blood type. I'm going to look on. It's not on your birth certificate. How You've do you got find to, out your blood yeah. type? Um, when you get like your blood tested and things like that, you can ask and they can tell you. But um, I think I remember like I don't know if you 
were sort of a person who ever got like one of those organizer things, like sort of a little schedule, a diary thing, and it would have that personal page in the front where, you know, you'd fill in details in case somebody found you dead and you needed to like know your details. And there was always the question there of blood type. And I, I always used to ask my parents, like, what's my blood type? And they never knew. Like, they were like, well, if you're your mum's blood type, you're like, I don't know, probably O, like, common. But my, my dad apparently has some, like, he knows his because he's got, like, some really rare blood type. So um, it's like, oh, you've either got your mum or your dad's. I'm like, cool. Uh, so I've either got a super rare one that if I'm in this situation, I'm going to go on anaphylactic shock and die or I'm just <laughs> Mr. Common Jack with O universal donor. But, yeah, I... I don't know my blood type. This is this is the thing I always kind of watch. And I guess, as you said, Charlie kind of addresses it. It's like, nobody knows their bloody blood type. I'm like, yeah, I don't know my blood type. Who knows that? <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense for Boone because he probably donated blood at some point, at some march or something. Lifesaver. Um, you know, and it makes... I don't think Jax is like a common one, though. I think... Because like the... As he said, it's the universal one. It's kind of like the, the generic yeah, it's, blood type. It, it's universal, but I don't think it's common i think it's actually quite rare in that like you can give it to anyone but it's not like everyone has it um because he he even mentions that like it's not a match um because i remember having this conversation with my like, this is something my mother and jack shepherd have in common they both have the same blood type um and i i looked it up i think like 10 percent of people have it or something well, um, i've just i've just got the list here now apparently there's a chart if you have <laughs> o negative you can give blood to everyone uh, and if you are AB positive, you can receive blood from everyone. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's Hopefully that's me then. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if Charlie asked me, I would have no idea. Um, yeah, I, but Boone knows and Jack knows. <laughs> that's all that matters, I guess. Um, so, um, where are we at? Uh, where are we? Watching Lost? Uh, guys. <laughs> uh, no, because I just saw something that I didn't want to talk about. So, um, Boone dying? Saeed <laughs> and Shannon off in the jungle. I guess we've got to talk about it. So, Saeed and Shannon are off on a little date. The That's night it, right. that next scene. <laughs> I mean, let's just talk about all that now. The oh. only other scene, I think, is uh, Shannon tells Saeed that their step-siblings and that he's in love with her and that Shannon likes him, but she's not in love with him like that. Great. More Saeed and Shannon then, I guess. Can I just... I just want to point out, like, he's gone to all this trouble to, like, make this nice little romantic getaway on... Where is this beach? Like, it just takes so long. I mean, like, I just want Shannon to have... start seeing Anna Lucia and Echo in in a minute. I want Shannon to have a Shannon moment at this point where she's like, oh, a beach? We're already living on one? Like, you know, like, where's Dick Shannon moment there? But, like, you know, they're in the midst of making out. Can I just point out, that is the most awkwardly disgusting kiss I have ever seen. There's not even... Gross. Semi- they, he, they literally look at it. Their mouths are open on each other's mouths. They're, like, sucking each other's blood. It is disgusting. Like, it's not even a kiss. And then, like, Shannon, like, like just blocks it, cock blocks Saeed to be like, I need to tell you something. Boone's not my brother. Ooh, like, who gives a fuck? Saeed, he's like got a semi right now. I I don't want to hear about Boone. What's Saeed got to say at this point? No, you lie to me. It's almost as bad as son speaking English. I'm not talking to you. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. Bad timing. And then the way she's just like, oh, 
I want to take it slow. You okay with that? You just spent like 10 minutes macking it on with this guy. He's got to see me as Noah said. Like he's got all this effort and you're just like, I want to take it slow. Like I've got to say, so he handles it pretty well. I came in here with no expectations. Hopes, but not expectations. Like, I mean, at least give him some hand action or some mouth action or something. Like, I mean, give him something, Shannon. Um, Dick Ben moment here being completely sexist. But, uh, I think um, he needs to bring in, like, a, a burka or something. Like that. Yeah, put this on. <laughs> See your name is Nadia. But, like, but, oh, God, we'll get to that next episode. But, like, the, the thing that, like, that, that just shits me about this is that, like, again, we keep going on about how these two have no chemistry. It makes no sense at all. And next episode, it's even going to make even more no sense, considering what Saeed's next flashback is. <laughs> like, this just... I get why they've got to take Shannon away from it, because it's kind of like, oh, let's find Shannon, let's find Shannon. We get more focus on this episode, having Claire having her damn baby and everybody being concerned about her, than finding Boone's loved one. Like, if this was the other... If this was, like, Walt dying... Or, find Michael, find Michael. It would be so dramatic. But, like, ah, oh, fuck it. Shannon's just getting boned by the Iraq. Yeah, we get, we'll we tell get her one later. Jack, like, and find his sister or something. Um, oh. And, like, annoying Charlie moment or something. Like, where's Shannon? Where's this? And who's this? Did you say Claire? Um, <laughs> and, oh. I don't know, Charlie. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, dig Jack um, this episode. <laughs> like, finding well, a wet noodle! I mean, Boone is dying, but I mean, I mean, everyone's worried, Jack. Um, nurse son. Yeah, um, calm son. But, you know, I can't wait for Shannon to die just so we can get back to Saeed <laughs> being cool. Um, but oh, but that being said, they, they suck together. But Literally, I do like this guy's twist that they're off, like, the night that Boone dies. I like that. I think it's a neat little touch. Um, yeah. Like, that they're gone, that Shannon's not there, rather than just having her at the caves through the whole episode. They totally um, had sex. I'm sorry. Like, even though she said, let's take it slow, they went there. They went all the way. Um, so, Jack is O negative. He's got a universal blood type. Um, Charlie asked, as we said, Jack, he's not going to die. Well, Jack's been wrong about things in the past, and that trend will continue. Um, Jin shows up to the cave. We get Orky's son and June moment. Um... We have, like, the Jack MacGyver transfusion thing going on where they've got the... Um... Did we skip the needle bit? Did I not write anything oh, yeah, about the needle? Oh, uh, you did skip it, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. Some went off and she comes back. I didn't... I wasn't asking about... I just wanted to say, God damn it, son! You were supposed to... <laughs> like, I didn't ask. No, son! Oh, I don't want I an urchin. One... <laughs> yeah, we find out you speak English, but I'm I'm doubting if you really speak English right now, son. Like, you can just piss off. <laughs> it's it's just going on what you were saying about like the, the comedy scene with like Jin going to get everything. Like She goes, like, oh, urchin? Like, no, no, son! Comes back with like a plant. Plant? Type. No, son! Blood type, son. <laughs> Jin? <laughs> Bring it holy. Boone? No, son! Um, and Boone's there going, I know, I'll get a needle. So, Boone, you're dying, calm down. Uh, but we have Charlie being sent off with instructions for Kate. Um, Jack says he's not going anywhere, and Kate has to deliver. We cut to Claire's at night, and she's fine, but then her water's breaking. Um, we have Boone waking up, and he's starting to talk. He says, no, he didn't fall off a cliff. Dun, dun, dun. I really like how they don't really have Terry O'Quinn in this episode as well because it really hones in that idea of he's gone missing. Like, yeah. If they just show him like, banging on the hatch still. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Um, it might be a bit old, but Red uh, I like it. We're just banging on the hatch. <laughs> Still, Desmond's like, oh, shut up! I'm um, trying to sleep, brother! <laughs> uh, he tells Jack about the hatch. Locke said, not to tell. Um, really getting the important words out here, Boone. Um, Shannon, blah, 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 who cares? Uh, Charlie and June show up. Kate wants to bring Claire to Jack but they can't do something. And then Claire's worried, they did something to my baby. <laughs> oh, God. And we have Jin comforting son. They didn't put the translation here in the Nikki Stafford book. I'm disappointed Aww. about what he said to her. Um, but it's a cute little moment, I guess. Uh, again, it seems like we're rushing over this, but really this whole episode is just Boone's dying, Claire's having the baby. So it's just little moments. Uh Claire's worried that they did something about to the baby, which they kind of did, but we'll get to that in season two. Um, the blood's not working, so Jack has to sever Boone's leg. Oh no, we're going to have legless Ian Sumholder for the seat. <laughs> He's not going to die, it's just going to be oh, one leg. Stumpy, um, stumpy Boone. Stumpy Carlisle. Uh, <laughs> so, get me Michael, because he knows everything about construction. Um, Quick, build me an AV team machine. Get me the instructional integrity of Boone's leg. Um, <laughs> do me a drawing of some showers. <laughs> Michael has to kind of construct something to cut the leg off. The leg is dead, so already a, a bit of Boone has died. <laughs> um, then we have, like, crazy Claire. Like, babies know that kind of stuff. It knows that I was going to give it... Oh, sh- come on. I know she's into horoscopes and that, but just don't be an idiot there, Claire. <laughs> um... Selfish Kate moment. This baby is all of ours. Well, we'll know how that plays out, Kate. Jesus, Kate. Um, starting already. We know what happens. Exactly. Yeah. We know what happens in a few seasons of you and the damn baby. <laughs> this baby is all of ours. It's uh, a baby but, thief. I mean, <laughs> it started from the moment she first saw it. Um, Kate but, stole you, my baby. <laughs> this is what I do like about this episode is this is a very kind of important one, not just for Boondies, but the baby is born. Like, you can look at this as an important episode of Lost in the grand scheme of things, but this really does set off the Kate's ultimate storyline. Like, in season six, it's no longer about Jack or Sawyer at all, pretty much. Uh, and Kate's storyline is about Aaron and about finding Claire. So I really like that it was there from the get-go. This was a thing they were doing from season one and will be a recurring motif for Kate. Um, and the other thing that has to be said here is that Sawyer is here watching this right now. Uh, we'll see in season five this time traveling. Uh, right now at this moment, season five, Sawyer is watching this baby being born. Uh, I, n- I never liked that they time traveled back to this episode. I thought that was a bit... Isn't there one bit... with Locke and he sees he sees Boone dying again? Uh, I think that's just wishful thinking for us having Boone back in the show. No, but he's a, I, swear, I don't know if it's a flashback or it's just one of these no. Locke visions, but this, isn't there a scene where Locke sees this in the future as well? Like he sees the plane falling over the cliff again? Yeah, he does see... No, he's, when they time travel, he sees the plane crash, but that was two years before this or whatever. So. Right. Um, so where are we at? This baby's all of ours. Boone is now coughing up blood. <sighs> that's This is it. Um, He's doctor's son. She automatically knows. He's bleeding internally. (laughs) I saw him in KR. Dr. Kwon coughing up blood. And son's trying to stop him because he's dying, Jack. 
and then you have to stop. Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> Stick to your own catchphrases there, Dr. Shepard. Um, and Jack's getting ready to cut the leg off. Old Stumpy Boone is coming, but we cut to a flashback. Choppy Jack here. And, and Michael, you don't have to be here. Like, All right, see ya. Yeah. Michael gets the hell out of there. I love um, that. Like, usually you kind of get like, that's a moment where the character's like, no, it's okay. I no, no, need me. I'll be <laughs> But literally, he's like, okay, you need me. I'll be outside. <laughs> I've got to build a damn raft. I can't be here. Um, just as he's about to shut, cut Boone's leg off. Wait. Um, he's alive. Yeah, and Boone lets Jack off the hook. Aww. So that's all Jack needed. He needed to know it was okay. Um, he was going to be there to the end. It's been Jack a whole episode. Okay. Just walks outside. <laughs> And we say, rest in peace to Boone Carlisle <laughs> as Boone dies. Uh, <laughs> we have, uh, we have, um, <laughs> we have, uh, Jack kind of closing his eyes because trivia, Boone dies with his eyes open. Um, just talk about for a second, not, we will talk about Boone more in Could depth, but talk about Boone. We'll, we'll eulogize Boone very shortly, but just talk about Boone's death for a second. I want to kind of tie this in with uh, just the Claire stuff quickly, because one thing I want to say that, going back to what I said about how kind of this episode is sort of just typical with Boone, is that as soon as, like, Kate's running back through the jungle, oh, quick, I've got the alcohol, I'm going to save Boone. Oh, Claire, are you okay? Oh, my God, Claire's having the baby! Everybody stop! Fuck Boone! Come help Claire! <laughs> like, at this point, everybody, like, literally... Except for Jack. Jack is the only one. I guess son, too. Because Jack is the one where he's like, I'm not leaving him. Because, you know, when they're trying to get um, Jack to go and help Claire. But, like, Kate just forgets about Boone. Charlie <laughs> just forgets about Boone. Everybody forgets about Boone. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not being disrespectful to women giving birth. But, yeah, okay, women can die in giving birth. You've literally got a guy who's been crushed in a plane who is on, like, just hanging on by a thread. I think he takes priority over a woman doing something that is just completely human nature that we've been doing for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. So I kind of think, Claire, you can wait. Uh, wait till Boone dies, at least. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's sad. I mean, we knew this was coming. And, like, I, I always, even though, like, I rewatched this, what, like, less than a year or a year ago, I always kind of feel, oh, does he chop his leg off? Like, it, and uh, it's very like dramatic the way it's done because like you think you're like, oh my god, he's going to chop his leg off. Um, and like two things I have to ask about that though. He says, oh, we can't use the axe. Why? Why can't they use the axe? Is it not sharp enough? Or like, will you hack well, away at it? I imagine or? you. I mean, I've cut my fair share of wood. Like, <laughs> I imagine, I imagine a bone is going to be a whole leg is going to be like quite a few chops. Like that might get a bit bloody. I think. Well, second, what is that thing that they use? Like, is that like the the it's just a bit of a plane? I guess. But how does is that sharp enough? Like, is that is that what Michael's there for to kind of like sharpen the edge? Because like they slam that down. Like, if that's what all those those like hatch things are on planes, I'm not going near them. Like, I don't know. Like, if you've been on your long haul flights when you go to the bathroom, and you kind of have to like hang around the back of the plane while somebody's in the toilet and you're kind of standing in the section when they keep all like the food trays and all that sort of stuff and you're sort of looking around like there's those little like hatch things i'm not putting my fingers in and they can chop a leg off um <laughs> but you know at least they've got this convenient little contraption now when it comes to, like chopping wood and shit so you know boone had a positive um but yeah it's it's sad i mean it's it's boone 
But I, I, it's kind of it's not a sweet moment, but like when he says, like, I'm letting you off the hook, you know, and then tell Shannon, tell Shannon. What does he want to tell Shannon? Like, we'll never know. They'll read it. Tell Shannon, she's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Boone. <sighs> I mean, the tell Shannon, it's sweet, but it's weird that they didn't just have him say the whole thing because they're never going to resolve this because he's dead. Um, so it seems weird to have like a tell Shannon uh, uh, dead Boone. Um, <laughs> but just as Boone dies, we have the birth of Jack's nephew. Boone I mean, Jr. Claire- <laughs> yeah, why didn't they name it Boone? That's what I always thought. I always assumed they were going to call this baby Boone. I'm like, well, it makes sense. Like, let's call it Boone because of the fact that Boone died. So, you know, they've done that in like, like TV shows before. Claire, so. why don't you call it Boone? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Uh, oh, they could have called it Joanna. Um, I've, I've literally written here on my notes too, Gin and Charlie smile vagina. I mean, they are literally standing in the distance <laughs> watching her give birth. They are seeing up Claire's vagina right now. So, like, they're smiling. Oh, look at her vagina. <laughs> Don't you love this episode? It's focused on Boone and Claire. Like, the two characters. <laughs> like, Who? And Claire ends um, up being just so... An- Can I just say it? Claire is annoying this episode. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, what if I don't know? Birth. But, like, still, like, there's giving birth and being annoying giving birth. Like, when she holds her breath, she doesn't want to give birth to the... What's that going to achieve? Like, oh, I bet you if I hold my breath, the baby will go back inside of me and wait another nine months. Stupid Claire. Um, yeah, so we have the first major major death and the first birth of lost... The only um, birth, right? And uh, son gives birth. Um, oh, true. So, you know, I like that they waited the whole episode for this and rather than just boon dying straight away. And we have life and death playing. Oh, oh my God. I've turned into such a wimp because I was crying during Me this too. <laughs> like, um, not so much this moment, but a moment we'll get to is... Um, so, life and death's playing more appropriate now than it probably ever will be. Um, everyone's gathering around to see old turnip head. Jack Jack's nephew. Um and we have Jack there, everyone's looking. And then up pops Shannon and Saeed. They're looking a little too happy, so maybe you're right. Something He's did wiping happen. Lips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and we have Jack heading over to tell Shannon what happened to Boone. <sighs> like what a way to end the episode already. Um I mean that's not quite the end, but Life and death plan. I love that there's no words. Like, if we had Matthew Fox saying, Shannon, Shannon, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it would not be as powerful as it was now. And it's just, it it's heavy. I mean, like, we've both had losses in our life like this, but I've never, I've never been on the Shannon side of this thing, of having a person tell me something like that uh, in person. But... I have been on the Jack side of things, and that is hard. So uh, it's just Jack Shepard fought so much, and now he's got to be the one to do this as well. It's just life and death playing. Uh, it's, it's sad. Like, even yeah. people who hated Boone, I think, were crying during this moment. Uh, I mean, I've I've been in the Shannon situation. It's you, yeah, you, any form of reaction. Just goes out. You, you, I guess, would assume, oh, this is how I would handle if someone told me something like that. You just don't know. You just handle it how you handle it. It just happens. Um, but yeah, like everything, I agree with everything you said. I just the scene there when, um, 
they cut back to the cave and she's just looking at his body and starts crying. I took a screenshot oh. of that and, like, I tweeted that last night, tag Maggie Grace in it. I'm like, Shannon is every lost fan in this scene right now. Rest in peace, Boone. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah. I mean, the one thing that I have to say about this whole scene is, like, all these happy survivors around little Laren, <laughs> and like, meanwhile, off pops Jack to tell Shannon, and just one person sadly looks over. I think it's Kate, isn't it? Kind of like, oh, yeah, it's sad. Everyone else is like, oh, look at the little baby. Oh. It's like, fuck you all. Boone just died. He's not Joanna or Steve or Scott, whoever it was, where you can just forget about him. This is Boone. He would have done everything for you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a tricky thing. I mean, I, I was born 10 days uh, before my dad's mum died. So I was like, am I the Aaron in this situation? Or or whether like, oh, stupid baby. Like, why do we have to have a baby right now? Or was I like, oh, it's a baby. Who I was knows? just born and everybody thought that straight out. Oh, stupid baby. <laughs> Put it in the um, So it's so powerful, the life and death playing Boone's dead, Shannon crying. Great job by Maggie Grace. Um, I'm conflicted over this last scene. In one way, it's a good way to end the episode hype is up for next week in the other way it's kind of like maybe it would have been better to just end on shannon crying over a boo like that would have been the somber kind of thing um but anyway jack semantic jack like he didn't die he was murdered uh jack uh people who got murdered died um (laughs) it's not two different things um but yeah jack and kate are talking he's where are you going to find john locke uh, it's a dramatic way to end the episode. Like, oh no, shit's going to go down. But at the same time, yeah, I'm mixed feelings. It could have been good to just end on Boone's death, I think. Even in even in the wake of Boone's death, they're still talking about John Locke and Jack. Okay. Yeah, he just can't just have his moment. It just <laughs> and no. Ian Summerhold's watching this going, oh, at least I'll end it, you know, with my death. And like, oh no. <laughs> They'll end on Boone's eye, like the, the motif with the. Uh, no, I'm going to find John Locke. Um. I mean, Jack's got his, like, leg-chopping machine now, so he can torture people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get locked in the leg-chopping thing. No, not my legs. I just got them back. Um, <laughs> anything but the legs. I've got a Charlie horse. Don't. Um, <laughs> I know what a Charlie horse is. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a great scene. I mean, I, I think it's a great way to end the episode, but I also agree that I think it could have been a good way to just end it with life and death. I mean... Again, always tying 24 into it. It's like, you know, 24 was sort of known whenever a major character died, they would have the silent clock as sort of the tribute. Um, and there was sort of the very infamous moment when one of the major characters, Tony Almeida, uh, supposedly dies. I'm just spoiling it here for you, Noah. And they never had a silent clock. And everyone's like, what the fuck? They didn't have a silent clock for Tony? What the hell? This is like, you know, travesty. But of course, he wasn't dead. So, like, spoiler alert. Um, but, yeah, so I think kind of it would have been a, a thing there. Because, I mean, does Lost really have sort of a, a tribute? Like, I mean, you mentioned sort of jokingly about the eye there, but do we have moving forward with other characters? We don't kind of have an ongoing thing of this is a tribute to the dying character, if you know what I mean, like how some shows do? Uh, I think it's just the life and death music. Um, and they have quite a few funerals, Uh so I guess that's a thing. Not not often do shows actually show the funerals, so we have quite a few of them in Lost. I do. The one thing I will say I like about this scene is the fact that when he says, to find John Locke, he doesn't just say to find Locke. He says his full name. John. To find John Locke. That's when you know he's serious. To find John William Locke the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um I like it. So, yeah, dramatic ending for next week. 
maybe we just quickly over this before we get into the eulogy uh, questions answers. I don't think there was anything, was there? Um, what what did Boone want to tell Shannon? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a question. Some people would put it down, but it's never going to be answered. It's not, yeah, um, I mean, it's one we want to answer these questions. So, um, will Boone appear in at least 10 more episodes on Lost? <laughs> <laughs> Just to be real, what, like... What vegetable will Charlie call Aaron? <laughs> what will Claire call Aaron? I mean, the baby. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is Jack the uncle? <laughs> Will somebody else yeah. try and tell Jack what to do? Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything. Where did Jin uh, Sun get her medical training? Um, who is Sarah? Um, okay. what, well, this is almost a question. What happened to Sarah? Like, why is... I mean, is Jack still married? I mean... I mean, she was said she was in a car crash, and... Uh, I, how did they get divorced? I guess there's something there about. Well, you don't Sarah. know at this point. Are they divorced? This is well, he doesn't wear a wedding ring. So. Well, he could be a bastard who's trying to sleep with people. Uh, I mean, my dad doesn't wear his wedding ring. But... I mean, my dad wears his. My dad wearing jewelry. <laughs> I mean, your dad's got a ponytail, right? I mean, he needs like. <laughs> What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Move on. <laughs> wow. Dick ponytail moment. People, um, isn't, don't you know the ongoing thing that people with ponytails must wear jewellery? Um, <laughs> uh, so I, was thinking of like, I was thinking of your dad wearing like a scrunchie or a hairband, but then I realised that's not jewellery. That's just a scrunchie <laughs> or a hairband. It's just a hairband. <laughs> Um, dad with your man bun. Let's yeah, my dad's a hipster. Let's get into it. Um, if I don't know, I don't edit these episodes, so if he can be bothered, maybe we can play a bit of life and death here when we do these eulogies. But if not, we would if it wasn't for copyright reasons. There we go. That one. It's the eulogy of Zach Ward has an official website. Ah, domain suspended. We're not talking about Zach Ward. This sorry, is your sorry. I'm going to go in summerholder.com. Carlisle. Uh, so, <laughs> avoid let's it. just, uh, we'll talk a little bit about, I've got the official Lost Encyclopedia with me. It's got lots of pictures of Boone. So, we'll just talk about a bit of Boone and his, Boone Carlisle's life. And then we can talk about our kind of feelings. On, oh, I'm looking at his Lostpedia picture. He looks so happy with his caramel leather jacket. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that's our picture for the week. Um, but so I just look at the encyclopedia. It's it's a good book. You should get it. Um, he was on the island for forty one days. Uh, he comes from Malibu, California. Born in nineteen eighty two. Skills: lifeguard and tennis. Um, oh, well, can't candidate good. number two hundred and twenty six. I love here in this book that even the official lost encyclopedia is just shitting on Boone. Uh, it says here that Boone, uh, what Boone experienced no great tragedies or challenges that helped him guide him into manhood. Oh either bullshit! For good or bad. <laughs> well, where's his dad? Um, Boone was content to do what people told him to do. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And then, and then here, Dick lost encyclopedia moment. Um, it wasn't until he came to the island that he discovered his lack of functional skills. <laughs> <laughs> Even <Wow>. the book, <laughs> just not kind to Boone at all. Um, Aww, 
Fuck you, Lost Encyclopedia. <laughs> In the, in the, uh, they've got a chapter here. Good intentions. <laughs> in the aftermath of the crash, Boone tried to perform CPR on Rose Nadler, but he had positioned it incorrectly. Um, desperate to help Jack, he offered to find a pen. Uh, he brought the pens back, but they weren't needed. Uh, Boone tried to save Joanna Miller, but failed in his attempt. Um, and then they've got a quote from Boone here in the book. We found a hatch. Um, <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> we found a hatch. Um, yeah, that's too much. Not too much. We boon here in the encyclopedia. Locke forced Boone to become his own man and not answer to everyone else around him, especially Shannon. Um, Locke counselled the young man. Which we, we didn't we establish it a couple of episodes ago that that last Boone and Shannon scene wasn't that when um we we worked that out when he was he didn't he like say to like Shannon oh I'm not going to help or something like that and he just walked off on her that was like the last time we saw them together right sad uh, so there's the book and you think oh yeah it's a main character they're going to put like four pages for him or something you know it kind of ends like oh there's going to be more Boone stuff turn the page. Bopo, puppy that's stupid Bopo. Porter, uh, the husband of Susan Lloyd, Walt Lloyd's stepfather, almost has the same amount of content that Boone has in this book. Oh. Uh, but then Boone, he appeared first in pilot part one, last seen in the finale, so that's going to be good. He's in 28 episodes all up. Um... Kind of a good thing about Lost is we're going to see quite a bit more of Boone. He's going to be in the finale, so he's going to be in next week. Um, uh, His mother, Sabrina, stepfather, Adam, stepsister, Shannon. We never meet his father, so who knows what's up with that. Uh, And let's go to the trivia for Boone Carlisle. You mentioned it. He's appeared in 10 episodes after his death. Um, He was the ninth character to ever have a flashback. Um He's the first character to die. Um, when? <laughs> Boone, along with Anna Lucia, died in the 20th episode of their season. We talked about this. Boone was originally going to be called Boone Anthony Markham V, called Five by the group. <laughs> One, two, three, four, um, Boone. Boone Five would be almost a direct reference to Fiverr, a character in the book Boone took on the trip, Watership Down. Ooh. Ooh. I hate trivia like that. Like, people <laughs> yeah. just stretch, like... Uh, Boone yeah. Fiverr would have been the same amount as a $5 note, which Boone possibly could have had in his wallet. Boone sounds like boom. Arts was blown up. By <laughs> the episode uh, is almost called Do No Ham. Ian Summerholder <laughs> is a vegetarian. The Chinese figure on Boone's singlet, remember that one, uh, means the number oh, 84. That classic which is Boone re- shirt. Yin and Yang. Um, 84 is the first two of the numbers in reverse order. Who cares? <laughs> I like, uh, the, I like this bit here where it's like, Boone never met Ben and Alicia Echo. <laughs> okay, cool. Of everyone in the show who appeared after him. Uh, despite his early death, Boone served as a plot device or character motivation in almost every season. Yay! Yes, he's important! Uh, in season two, it's revealed he kept Desmond from committing suicide. Well, that was my lock, but yeah, okay. In season three, he was a spirit vision. Uh, in season five, oh, yeah, Lock witnesses the night of Boone's death. Are you right? Um, I thought he did, yeah. Oh, well, no, what he sees is the hatch light up, I believe. Um, oh, I can't remember. I, I swear, I just had this memory that Locke sees the plane crash 
from like a distance. Like he sees him like laying on the ground. I don't know if it's like a a flash, like a you know he's traveling through time or he's just you know having a vision. I, I just had this weird memory of it. My ego always shatters when Ben out. <laughs> ben out lost Noah. Like the dumb one figures something out about yeah. Lost. Yeah, uh, The genesis of Boone's death was him going along with Locke and discovering the hatch. This only happened due to a replacement. We talked about this where other characters were supposed to go. Uh, Boone is one of four characters to move on from the flash sideways <laughs> without being a part of a couple. <laughs> oh, my God. The other three are Locke, Christian, and Aaron. Ah, oh, good, it's Aaron. The, the loners of Lost. Okay. Uh, witnesses of his death, Jack. <laughs> Last words. Tell Shannon. Tell Shannon. Tell. Um, I don't know if you've got any more trivia, but I've... let's talk a bit. I mean, I mean, we we love Boone Carlisle on this show, but let's have a serious conversation. We are the Noah of Boone. <laughs> uh, first to die. We've talked in the past about how it was kind of an obvious first one because there wasn't much you could go with this character, and they kind of stopped even writing plot lines for him at this point in time. Um. Yeah, but I mean, what's your thoughts overall? We've talked a lot about him, so we don't need to go on and on, uh, do no ham about it. But what's your <laughs> kind of overall thoughts of Boone Carlisle as a character of Lost? The innocent days of Lost, as we've talked about, a character like Boone. I've got some, uh, there's some Boone theories if you want to go. Some of them, some of them are interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it really does sum up the, 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 the innocence of Lost. And you might argue that this is the end of the innocence of Lost because, I mean, kind of moving forward from here, what are we going to have? I mean, this is, in a few episodes' time, we're going to, like, really get into some of the the meaty stuff and the next season is going to be meaty meaty and then it just keeps getting meatier so like you know when, when we're in this show three four seasons Damn. time when it's all about ben and it's all about you know time travel and whitmore and all these sort of things you you just forget about boone which is sad i mean he still appears but like it really is like the innocent days of this show and it's kind of i mean I I always liked Boone. Like, again, he was never a favourite when you watch this for the first time. Uh, and he's just a fun character to kind of analyse just all the things about him. Um, but, I mean, it is it is the, the honest truth with him that I think we've gone over. There's, there's not a whole lot more you can do with this guy. It's just sad. Same with Shannon. I mean, and I, I, I've said multiple times too, I remember saying to you last year when I watched this, like, they really just gel over them. And, like, I feel that, like, as much as we say there's not much you could do with them, you kind of summed it up with, like, Charlie. Like, Charlie doesn't really have anything to do now until when he ultimately dies in one of the most memorable deaths of the entire show. Um, So you still remember Charlie. And Charlie, I guess, as it comes down to the big-name actor with, you know, Dominic Monaghan and just all that sort of stuff around him. Um, So, I mean, I I would have liked them to maybe see if they could have done more with the Boone character and Boone and Shannon because, you know, I sort of liked them on the side. But, again, they Shannon, as much as she's kind of the one that we you still like, I mean, Shannon also tied with Boone is that she's also, I guess, the one that a lot of people probably got annoyed with. Like, you talk about how people are annoyed with Kate and stuff like that. Like, as much as Shannon's great, she's also the annoying, you know, spoiled princess who's always going to be like, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. So, like, I'm sure people probably cheer on her death in a few episodes. So, I think I like next episode, Badass Shannon. I kind of like that uh, scene. <laughs> but, um... It's sad. I mean, you know, you've got to kill someone probably early on. Boone's the obvious one. He probably volunteered. I'll die. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just kind of sad we do. We can't sort of have Boone fodder moving forward now, even though like he still will appear. But you know, who's we've got to we've got to find someone else now, Noah. Who's no. our replacement, Boone? Well, it can't be Shannon. No, um, well, don't hang on to her much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
I like Boone and like we've had some fun with Boone and I think I like him more and more on each rewatch. I like his story. He starts with Jack, kind of Jack's protege, kind of the science guy, and he moves more into the lock territory. And I like that they had a character who there's so many big egos and so many leaders and big like Saeed and Jack and Locke and Kate and all these people that I like that there was this guy who wanted to be that, but he just wasn't. Um, yeah. He's kind of like the, the Locke, uh, the kind of poor man's kind of light version, PG version of Locke. Like Locke just struggled so much and wanted to be important. He's Locke with hair. Um, yeah, he's a younger Locke. That's going to be like a plot twist. They're going to time travel and realize Boom was like a time traveling younger Locke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's easy to see why he got killed off. And he was an annoying character. They didn't know what to do with him outside of struggling to be a leader. I think if he stayed, um, there would have been more room for like him developing as a person and growing as a character. Um, but. Also, I don't think it's a huge loss to the show. It's a huge loss to our show, but yeah. I think, but I think it, they still do it in a way that even people who don't like Boom. We're still saddened by this and still shocked by this. So yeah. it's still sad. It's kind of like you know, even the characters you don't get that attached to, you're still sad to see them go. Like they're gone now. Um, I, and I think, I think too, it's like a, a couple of weird connections here. I mean, we've talked about ER, and I, I know a lot of this will be lost on our, our viewers who probably aren't old like me and watched ER, but. One of, um, I had a really random favourite character. Uh, she was like a young intern called Lucy, and there was like a big shocking storyline. I think it was season five. How young? Uh, no. <laughs> No, um, where she like she gets stabbed and she dies, and like she was just kind of like the obscure character who kind of wasn't a big deal, but the the way they did her death was just like so shocking at the time. It's always voted as like one of the top five most like shocking moments in ER history, and that went for fifteen bloody seasons. Um, but then it's also like again going back to my reference when I was talking about Third Watch with Bobby. I mean, it was just so similar to the fact that they just didn't know what to do with Bobby at any point, and Bobby Cannavale was basically like, "Write me out of the show. I you're not doing anything with me." They killed him off. The opposite here is Ian Summerholder didn't want to get written out of the show, um, but they did anyway. But I think kind of Ian Summerholder is very similar to Bobby Cannavale in Third Watch. Bobby Cannavale once he left Third Watch, he went on to huge things, and he's pretty much it turned all out all right. But he's, yeah. it's pretty much a household name, Bobby Cannavale, and you'd say the same with Ian. Summerholder. I mean, this guy, I, I haven't gone through all the lost actors' social media pages, but I would say he would have the biggest following alone, like 12.4 million followers on Instagram. He's got about 7 million on Twitter. I've typed in Ian Summerholder. There's like about 20 news stories about this guy in the last five days. We've got Ian Summerholder and Nikki Reed support her dad, Seth. Okay? Uh, <laughs> Ian Summerholder and Robert Patterson and more Hollywood hunks. Who and I don't know what the rest is for that. Um, so he's like paparazzi fodder as well because he's like married to his Vampire Diaries co-star, and obviously we went on to Vampire Diaries, which had a huge cult fan base, particularly around like teenage girls. So you know, it, it as much as we like to say like, oh, poor you know Ian Summerholder, he bought a house, he was set, and all this sort of stuff. I mean, he he probably you would argue is more famous outside of Lost. He's more known for Vampire Diaries now than he ever was for Lost. Uh, so yeah, it worked out well for the guy. Uh, and he's still, year old and, girls must love him. And the thing too, that you've also got to give props to, and I know you and I talked about this a lot on 007 now available via iTunes. It's like, like we appreciate sort of actors who have roles in cult shows who still embrace that. Like, you know, we like Roger Moore cause he still talk about James Bond and stuff like that. 
Ian Summerholder still associates with loss. He doesn't shun himself from it. Like he did that ten year anniversary thing. Like he was, he went to like that event. I think you told me, and I think I did see an interview with him. And he's still, from what I've seen, somebody who will talk about it when it's brought up. Whereas he's not like I'm sure Matthew Fox is probably like, oh god, I'm so sick of talking about Lost. I did Party of Five too, you know. Um, so. Yeah, I appreciate that about the fact that he still embraces that side of him. And he seems like a nice guy. I mean, looking at his Instagram, he posted a picture of a cat and it got 517,000 <laughs> likes. Um, so so cool. redemption for Boone in the yeah. end. He did become the leader of the popular guy in the it's end. It's worked out well um, for Boone. But now he, now in someone else out of work. So get that movie deal and come on. Star Wars, Star, um, Wars Star Wars. Star Wars 9. Come on in. Uh, give me... One or two quick Boone theories before we wrap up. <laughs> I think you were about to say, give me a couple of well-known Boone quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the theories are here. So apparently Boone was going to say, tell Shannon I love her before he died. Okay. Um, that one's a boring one. If Boone didn't die, Locke would not have broken down screaming at the top of the hatch. It later showed that this act gave Desmond hope and stops him from ending his own life. Boone's purpose in death was to save Desmond and the rest of the island inhabitants and perhaps the world. Oh, that's actually pretty deep. I like it, though. So, Boone is the hero in the Boone end. Boone is the hero. Um, he is the sacrifice the island demanded. Yeah. Um, what else is we here? When Boone visited Locke in further instructions, it was a manifestation of the monster. Boone was literally a sacrifice the island demanded. In Locke's dream, he saw Boone bloodied and saying, Teresa falls upstairs, Teresa falls down the stairs. That is a phrase only Boone would know about. This phrase came to Locke in the dream. The island sent in the phrase because he would need to say it in, to Boone in order to convince him that he should come with Locke to look for the plane. Boone would be mystified as to how Locke know about Teresa and then decide to trust him and help him. The fact that Boone was bloody in the dream was the island telling, hinting to Locke that Boone would need to die. So in short, the island sent Locke that dream as a way to lure Boone to his death and sacrifice the island. And the final one, the man in black sent Locke the dream as a way to indirectly lead Boone to his death, thereby killing one of Jacob's ah. candidates. By extension, this would have also led to Locke's death at Shannon's hands due to her grief over Boone, but Saeed prevented this. Spoiler alert for next week's episode. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, maybe go out to a bar every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, nice theory. I actually kind of like the stuff with the man in black and um, saving the world and stuff. But yeah, Boone, we're, we're going to miss him a lot. Rest in peace. Uh, I'm done. More I quit. I'm not doing this show so, anymore. So, See ya. He's going to be in the finale. I'm we had out. to come to this moment. So we'll be on the lookout for our new Boone replacement. Maybe we need one per season or something There's now. Never a Boone replacement. No, he's irreplaceable. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Uh, let's stick with Shannon. See how that plays out. Uh, so, sad, sad, sad. It had to happen. We had to do it. We delayed it as much as possible, but Boone is dead. Uh, <laughs> rankings! <laughs> oh, crap. We've still got more. I thought do- I was going <laughs> to... I just wanted to see this episode over with. Uh, do no ham. Buy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy it. It's Boone's... The first big death, the birth of Aaron, dramatic, decent flashback, life and death, that sad moment, and Boone's death. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do no ham. Got to buy that. Um, You're on a good streak here, Noah Groves. You've, uh, <laughs> that I believe. Two now. in a row. Uh, no, you've got three in a row. You yeah. bought numbers as well. Oh, I'm happy. I've uh, officially bought five in a row. I'm on the, oh, <laughs> I'm on the, sh- the the beginning pages here on the on the streak. So, 
Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Will that continue to next week? Probably not. Um, next week is the greater good. Uh, it's a decent episode. It's like it's this awkward position where we had this big climactic moment with Boone's death, and now we need to get to the finale. But they have to have twenty-five episodes, so now we get two awkward Saeed and Kate episodes. Um, it's decent enough. It's not going to ever be remembered as like that all-time classic Lost episode, but it's got some good stuff. I like the flashback. Uh, but yeah, we really want to get into the finale now and then get into season two. So the greater good is up next with Saeed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's decent. I mean, there's definitely some issues I have with it with the whole Saeed storyline. Um, I like badass Shannon. Um, there's more lost, doesn't know anything about Sydney moments. Um, (laughs) and yeah, uh, it's, I, I don't know how I'll, I'll, go with the buy rent bin i think maybe my streak might get broken i'm not sure i, I still do like the episode but i don't know if i'm i'm feeling the buy train but we'll see so that's it uh like comments about boone subscribe for boone tweeters for boone instagrammers for boone download past episodes and other shows for boone 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 <sighs> boone 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 uh and until next time you look pretty goth, Ben. Um, thank you. Um, and <laughs> I can't say anything. Rest in peace, Boone. Hashtag we love you, Boone. Boone, 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 Boone. And this is the finale of the Oz Network's lost coverage. No more, unless we find a boot replacement. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.